Hello, hello. Are we working? Let me see if we're working here, guys. Click to watch live stream. Yeah, it looks like we're live here. Is it working? I'm gonna check out YouTube. YouTube. Sorry about this, guys. It's just there's a lot going on these days here. Oh, live now, awesome. Let me see if it's working, working, working. Oh, live now, awesome. Yeah. Let me see if it's working. Audio sounds good. Sweet. All right. Let us get let's get it going. So and the bear phone is now active. I got it I got it set up so I can see when people text me. Let me know uh let me know if the audio stays good and everything. All right, Doug. Happy Mother's Day to Amy. Oh, thank you. Marty. Happy Mother's Day to Amy. Erratic Bear. Hi Owen. Metal Bear. Big Bear. Sweet. All right, I think we're rocking and rolling. Let me just check in one more time on the stream because now we have several streams going. We have hugepianist.com. We have YouTube slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. We have hugepianist.com slash fun. We have Vimeo or no, um, Twitch, Unbearable Comedy, uh, Unbearable Comedy on Twitch. Yeah, Coddington Bear. Let's kick off today with a funny video by, by Coddington Bear. Yes, I am back on YouTube, and it's very exciting. Coddington made this hilarious video about YouTube drunk dialing me. All right, let's check this out. Thanks to Coddington Bear, legend. So that was uh, obviously hilarious. Coddington Bear still on um, still on Twitter. Back back when I was on Twitter, Coddington Bear was the most the most um, cloned follower 
that I had. Like there, there kept being an evil Coddington bear, and it's really, really funny. And who's this from? Been out of town with my family, so I missed the last few apps. Happy to see you back on YouTube. Hope you had a good day. Oh, thank you. Who's this from? Democracy Bear. Perfect. So, um, yeah, Coddington Bear. There was an evil Coddington Bear. And Coddington Bear is like literally a mathematician in Florida. Like a sweet dude. Flew up for my special. He stayed at my house. Just a really good guy. And uh, makes a ton of stuff for the bears. And... Like, so nice that when the fact there was an evil Coddington bear is insanely funny. Because uh, the amount of effort that the, the soy community goes in to try and take me and the bear community down is insane. Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, Genghis Bear just sent me this. Pretty funny. We are getting fake spam comments on the site, unbearablenewsnetwork.com, uh, by the way. It's great. The dudes running it are awesome. We're getting fake spam comments on the site from someone in Arizona pretending to be you and getting angry with the UNN. It's pretty hilarious how hard these stupid soy-based trolls spend so much wasted energy but not working on themselves but berating others. Anyway, I hope you and Amy had a nice Mother's Day together. That's from Genghis Bear. He's the dude who runs my uh, unbearablenewsnetwork.com. And uh, it's been... UnbearableNewsNetwork.com is insanely funny. The dudes, you can follow them on Instagram too. They just made this, Wild Wild Bear Country. It's like a parody that I finally get a Netflix special, but it's about a cult. For any of you guys that have watched the Wild Wild something country on uh, Netflix, it was good. I did a whole episode about it back in the day, about um, the comparisons I had to it with politics. All right. I was going to plug my buddy Haven's Instagram. I just added... I just uh, requested um, him on Instagram. It was said to. It was said to. I hate this stupid phone. It always makes that noise, but it is the bear phone, so I have to respect it. All right, let's see here. Because he's um, he's an awesome artist, and he's contributed to a lot of stuff here, and I love. I love giving shout outs to people making stuff. Makes me personally very happy and I think it helps other people. So you can follow him at, did he not send me the link? Where is it? I can find it. I just added him. Man. One second, guys. Talk amongst yourselves. Alright, come on. Oh, of course it's not in order of when I followed the people. Um Haven, will you just text me where people can follow you? Because I mean it, uh, I mean, dead air is probably pretty bad right now, but I'm pretty sure you guys are, are pretty cool with it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what his, what his Instagram is. Because he said to, uh, to, to tag him on it, and he didn't give me the link. All right. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Let's just start looking at stuff. People on Patreon were telling me to talk about this. This uh, Lil Tay. 
This is what this is what's insane. Hopefully, this opens your eyes to the way social media is these days. It says the curious case of how a nine-year-old self-proclaimed cocaine dealer became an inf- Instagram influencer. Lil Tay, who says she's nine, has managed to evade social media platform rules and gained millions of followers despite age limits on holding accounts. Her case, among others, shows how lax regulation is when it comes to young social media influencers, and that's from CNBC. It's not lax. That's what they want. I, I just, I really don't know why people don't see that. Look at the amount of bans and suspensions and censorships that I've faced. As a 37-year-old, family-loving, gun-owning American comedian just being normal. All right, this nine-year-old girl says she's a cocaine dealer. And has millions of followers with no problem. And that's, you know, I've been obsessed lately with John Taylor Gatto. And uh, something really cool happened on Facebook. Or not Facebook, on Patreon. I, I put up a link. Oh, oh, Haven's uh, Instagram is at H-D-E-Z-O-O. He's an artist. He's a bear. He's a great guy. Follow him. So that's at H-D-E. Z-O-O. So follow him on Instagram, support the Bears. So I uploaded a, um, a video of John Taylor Gatto. It's this five-hour video. I, I just said mind-blowing. And uh, the people who made the video wrote back to me on Patreon. I think they were Patreons already, which is hilarious because I, I had no idea. They are tragedy and hope. They said, hey, Owen, I did that interview with John Taylor Gatto that you posted above. He and I are fans of your work. What great uh, synchronicity. I'd love to send you a complimentary package with the five-hour ultimate history lesson with John Taylor Gatto plus the 15-hour audio version, which breaks down what John says. I'm in the midst of producing audiobooks of all his written works, so you've got that coming to you as well. If you're interested and see this, much respect. You're a funny fucking dude. Many thanks for the laughs over the years. That's insanely cool because John Taylor Gatto has become like my new um, Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell is a, uh, an economist. He wrote Black, Redneck, White, Liberal, and uh, Basic Economics. And he has a new book out that is um, about the different types of prejudice and how economics works around it. It's unbelievable. And so, like, maybe two or three people a year I become obsessed with, like, their minds and their thoughts. And I, you know, Andrew Breitbart was one of them. And I highly recommend you guys watch some of uh, Breitbart's old YouTube videos about his journey through uh, Hollywood and uh, liberalism and getting more into conservatism and uh, the media and how all that stuff works. I really respect people who made the journey and I relate to them a lot and I really uh, like to learn more about them when it happens to them. Like for example, Thomas Sowell used to be a Marxist when he was in college. And then he studied uh, University of Chicago and he, he um, had a job. He talks about how he stopped being a Marxist when he got a job with the government. And he realized that, that the government needs poverty to function. And he would start solving problems of the poor, you know, how to, how to get them on a better track. And the, and the welfare department that he worked with wouldn't want him to do that. They would be, they would, they would discourage him. And then he realized that his job was to keep people poor. And that's when he became um, a libertarian economist and conservative and 
writer, and he's just uh, unbelievable. And John Taylor Ghetto is a um, was a public school teacher who was um, New York City Teacher of the Year and then New York State Teacher of the Year like three years in a row, and then he quit because he said he couldn't hurt kids anymore. And because they kept telling him that he was uh, like once once he started showing how many kids he could set on a course of um, of prosperity and how a lot of them were like black kids from Harlem and how class and racial distinctions weren't as suffocating as some people want them to believe. Um, he became a threat to the the hierarchy. And uh, he's fascinating. He's a big proponent of homeschooling and he kind of shows how it all breaks down, like how the public school system was started, how the government puts it in place not to teach children, but to teach compliance and all the lessons that they wouldn't teach in school. And just the, the basic knowledge of Greek history, Roman history, American history, uh, economics, stuff like that will show you that what they're teaching you, like one of the one of the worst one of the least important things you can have is a, uh, the GPA and the SATs when it comes to uh, to predicting your your success. IQ predicts success, so does uh, 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 conscientiousness. But you know, Princeton, Harvard, Yale, a lot of those colleges were looking at your hobby section more than anything, like what you've accomplished what you like to do in your free time you know like the the head of the human genome project is from a a sheep farm in west virginia and had never had formal education and is has the most prestigious job in all of science there's a million examples of that where and i think a lot of bears a lot of the bears out there that have recommended this guy to me and a lot of other reading to me have either homeschooled their kids or had a um uh religious schooling upbringing or just a lot of family time with their kids and their kids thrive in it, thrive. And all these myths about it doesn't socialize your kids and all that stuff is total horseshit. Like um, uh, my school experience was, was terrible. And, and my wife enjoyed her school experience. I mean, she did go to a Catholic school, which is different than a public school, but I hated it because I'm a, uh, have an entrepreneurial spirit and I'm creative. And those are the two things that are trying, that are, that the, the, the existence of the school system is designed to beat those out of kids. They don't want you to be entrepreneurs and they don't want you to be creative because it would cause too much competition to a lot of the, the tycoons of the 1800s as well as the government. It's very interesting stuff. Anyway, oh, and I know iTunes is a little jacked up right now. We, um, Bayonet Bob and I, migrated all of our, all of the audio of the podcast where you can get them at why didn't they laugh. You can get them right now at Stitcher and podcast bean or Podbean or something like that, which is my new server. But iTunes, it has everything up until a few days ago, but it's not letting me upload right now, but that's, it's a technical problem. It's not a censorship issue and we will get that taken care of soon. I, I know people can't even subscribe to it right now, but that is just part of the deal and it's all good. We'll figure it out. Let me, uh, there's a couple more things I want to show you guys and then I'll answer some, um, oh, you can feed the bear at, um, paypal.me slash feed the bear and I'll read what you write. Also, if you just want to tip me, use that. I will answer super sh chats as well, but, uh, the PayPal is, is good cause it's, they take less of a percentage of it 
and it goes right into my email, which is cool because you know once I get more organized, I can have an email list for you guys. But um, YouTube's super chat is really uh, efficient. It's it's probably a little easier. And I, I'm also going to stay on Vimeo, even though YouTube is is way 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 more convenient for a lot of people. The chat is easier. YouTube.com/slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. But I'm a loyal dude, man, and I like consistency, and Vimeo is consistent, and they never censored me, and they have um, great quality of video, and uh, I'm going to stick with them, even though I can't, you know, get super chats from them, or they're not, I don't get any um, cut into ad revenue, and I actually have to pay them to have the service, but uh, consistency and loyalty go a long way with me, and I don't just bail when, um, they probably don't even know I exist. I'm not saying that, like, there's a guy named, like, Gary Vimeo that's like, hey, man, I got your back, oh. And I'm like, I got to stick with Gary Vimeo. But just in general, companies that don't screw me over, I like to um, support any way I can. So I'm still going to keep my Vimeo going every stream. So, uh, but YouTube as well, because I have 120,000 subscribers there. And I know that it's easier for people. It, it takes less data, I think, and it's easier for the app, and it's easier to write in. But, um, you know, they did ban me for a while, and until I got outside help to uh, figure every, all that stuff out, it uh, it was real touch and go there for a bit. So I'm going to keep my... The tree climber in me, the, the arborist in me, knows that you, you keep uh, strapped in to the, to the trunk if you're going to go out on, on limbs. And so I'm going to do that. This kind of, I find this hilarious and infuriating. I know this isn't Neil deGrasse Tyson's uh, actual account. This is, a, I believe, a fan account. But I see this all the time. I see people quote great men like George Carlin for their own reasons. And they, it, it, the irony is insane. Like this says, this is from Neil deGrasse Tyson's fan page. But I've seen him quote Carlin. I've seen all these idiots quote Carlin. Don't just teach your children to read. Teach them to question what they read. Teach them to question everything. Okay, so imagine if we did that with Neil deGrasse Tyson. We're like, why? Okay, then why then did all the predictions in an, in an Inconvenient Truth by Al Gore, the global warming movie, how come none of it came true? And we're past the, the date of a lot of these predictions. You know, like New York City was supposed to be underwater by 2012, and none of it happened. So can we question that? Can we question that a third grader and China can do the math to disprove the wage gap, but yet it's still in circulation as a valid political point. Do we question that? You know, when I talk, like they don't want you to question everything. They, they want the, the junk science to just keep uh, getting talked about. Do we, do we want to talk about how Charles Darwin was a eugenicist? And how he thought that the Irish race should be wiped off the planet because they were quote-unquote hopeless. Or how Gandhi was a vicious racist. Or how Martin Luther King Jr. plagiarized 45% of his doctorate word for word from someone else and he was uh, on tape having gay orgies while he was on the road as a minister. Is, are those things that we question? Or the science of, uh, of how uh, a three-year-old can uh, decide their gender, according to Bill Nye, the science guy. By the way, if you're going to be one of these gender guys that gender doesn't exist, and you say your name's Bill Nye, the science guy, are you sure it's not Bill Nye, the science person? 
All right, let me read a couple of the super chats that came in during the night. The night moves. Okay. Hi, Owen. Been subscribing for a while now. Love your stuff. I think you're a brilliant comedian and a great role model. Thought I'd like to do an official hello. Can I be verified as uh, Caffeine Bear? I'm a Chinese-Australian, so naturally my favorite are the Asian jokes. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Hey, look. There's a shark. That's China meeting Aust- 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 Oh, an Aust- oh, Australian. I'm right. I thought I'd said Austrian for a second. So naturally, my favorite of the Asian jokes, uh, please play the Oriental tune. Oh, I did, but I'll do it again now. Or you go. The rain fall on the kangaroo. Confucius say kangaroo jump. But jump, do not kangaroo. I heard you mention coming to Australia. If you ever come to Sydney, let me know. Uh, leave me your bear phone number. Don't read. Oh, that's your phone number. Yeah, and I could also just give you my number occasionally. Bear phone. There's a lot of people on the bear phone now. I'm trying to uh, keep up with the bear phone. Let me see if anyone's texting me on the bear phone. Bear phone. Bear phone. Oh, Jeremy. Uh, saw you had some criticism for UNN looking for guidance. No, I don't have criticism for UNN. That's a troll. It's a pretty smart troll, to be honest with you, pretending they're me and saying I'm not happy with UNN. I'm very happy with UNN. It's, it's hilarious. Just, just like, you got to know me to know that that would, I would never do that. I would never like, even if I did had, have criticism for UNN, like I have uh, told the guys about different logo things I feel or how it's laid out and stuff like that. I would never publicly bash something that I'm a part of with my friends. When are you doing the Friday show? I could potentially meet up for lunch. Hope your interview with Stefan went well. I'm praying for you, buddy. Tell Amy it's all going to be okay. Have no fear. Oh, dude, where? I'm down to hang whenever you want. I don't remember where I just was, though. Oh, you're probably in D.C., Big Bear, don't worry about it right now. I will fix you after work. Where is this? What is this about? I could... Any more information? Oh, Twitch. Oh, yeah. Biggles is going to help me with Twitch. Awesome. Uh, What do we got here? A 9-11 memorial today at loss for words. Oh, yeah. It's crazy powerful. Crazy powerful. Uh, Mike Freeze, Thumpy Bear. UNN Hog. Oh, let me check it out. UnbearableNewsNetwork.com. David Hogg releases Hog Plug Soy Suppositories. I'll check that out after. I haven't seen that yet. Great music lesson and jams. Oh, yeah, I got to do a music uh, jam today, too. Listening and spinning. Oh, someone. Uh, who is it? Oh, this is uh, Iron Man Bear. Oh, he was in San Fran, saw uh, Jordan Peterson and Dave Rubin. That's awesome. Oh, listening and spinning. So, uh, have you guys seen that video of Dave Rubin getting heckled by that SJW bitch? It's insane. It's insane. Like, like I was listening to it in bed last night, and my wife was like, this girl is making me so angry. And Amy doesn't really get angry. And she was like, these, these college kid SJWs are like literally 
worse than the Nazi SS. And I'm not exaggerating. They just don't even have, they, they just don't have the guidance yet to commit murder. But they're like horrifying people. All right. Uh, Matt needs to be verified from Morgantown. Um, what's your bear name? Future Esquire Bear. Welcome, Future Esquire Bear. I want to thank you for getting me closer to my family and appreciating fully everything I've been blessed with. The Pittsburgh show is incredible. The girl I brought was freezing in that hallway, so I just bought a flask and had to get in the Uber if I wanted to get my... Eh, he says something a little vulgar, but, you know, we appreciate it. Serious note, though, the way that you stand for traditional values is consider is courageous is kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, I think about that all the time. Like, I've gotten more boring. Like, how I always thought the world was is I'm now a monogamous married guy focused on his family. I I have beers, but it's usually just with one or two dudes at a fire. And uh, I don't do drugs. And uh, I work really, really hard. And that is literally punk rock now. Like, now everybody's like... <laughs> Oh my God, you don't totally orgy and put coke in your own dick hole? You're so rebellious. It's, it's like the world went opposite, oppositeville. Because to people like us, all, all this shit from uh, immigration to hormones for toddlers is common sense and utterly ridiculous. I've been devouring T-Sizzle, Thomas Sowell, that's hilarious, T-Sizzle, and Dan Carlin and read the um, abridged Gulag Archipelago. Now I get what you meant about how they can't take your soul and faith even in a labor camp. I know you could have easily, you could have taken the easy road, but you followed your values. Amy seems amazing, support, uh, supporting you to the length she does. Screw those celeb couples. You guys are how I want to be when I'm married. Praying for you both, Walter, and the bear in the womb. Much love from West Virginia. What a great dude. And um, yeah, if, if you notice, celebrity couples just constantly get divorced. It's because the woman stops respecting the man. And then so when she's like, oh, I, uh, you know, I just feel like I'm not complete. No, it's because the dude keeps fucking bending over and taking knees for money or easy roads or, or just being told he's great. And women hate that shit. Even if you think that even if they say they like it, they don't. They, they want they want a man that they can that their kids can look up to. And they just do. They'll, they'll take their pussy hat right off and be like. I really respect what you've done. And I think a lot of men, this is why I don't really respect the, um, like the male pride communities, because a lot of them haven't done anything. They just think that women are supposed to just like them and stay with them just because. It's like, no, you still have to work hard. Like back in the day, a lot of dudes didn't get women. Only like the best dudes got women. Like before the welfare state kind of, and uh, Planned Parenthood made it so women could just bang and nothing happens. That's why, you know, a lot more guys are getting sex, but a lot less guys are getting families. It's because back then you had to pretty much be a really strong man to get a woman to uh, roll the dice with you. And that's why um, when women got the, the vote and when women started getting more political power, they started trying to ban alcohol and try to ban all this shit, ban uh, gambling and stuff, because the men would spend all their money and become abusive or crazy at bars. So instead of the pressure to have on them to find a man who doesn't drink and gamble, they just wanted to use their political power to just ban gambling and ban alcohol, which obviously doesn't work. 
That's why you always have to focus on your own heart. Like good and evil is in all of us. And free will always comes from the individual. So you can't ban guns to end violence. You can't ban alcohol to end alcoholism. Like you see the, like they just, people would just start making their own type of alcohol. People are going blind, speakeasies rose. Um, the mafia rose power in, in the United States. It didn't do anything. All it did is make something illegal uh, that people still did. You know, like back in the day, cocaine and heroin were both legal and we didn't have the opioid epidemic and all that stuff that we do now because now a lot of addiction comes from a hole in you, an emotional hole, living a, a toxic life. And I've battled addictions in my life. I'm not judging you guys because I know there's tons of people right now that battle addictions and addictions can be sugar. It can be attention. It can be abuse. It can be there, like addiction comes in a, in a ton of formats. And um, it comes from living a toxic life, like living a life without purpose, living a life detached from community, detached from nature. I would say detached from God, but I still think that uh, atheists can live a, a noble and, and moral life. I just think I, I, I believe in the Dennis Prager approach to it, where as a society, I don't think it can last with atheism as like a thing. I think individuals can la can can have good lives, but I think as a society as a whole, you have to have common interests, common ethics, common morals, common goals in order to to thrive. And I think we're seeing that more and more, and that's a lot of people are starting to really understand that where they're like we don't agree on anything. People are now scared that that the states are going to break up or um, you know, it's like, what do we stand for as America? Like, what are we? And the more we become atheistic and nihilistic and, and the more that we just become consumers, like we're trained by school to consume, not produce. And that isn't really good for the soul and it's not good for um, society and it's not good for families. And that's why it's important that we all fight it any way we can. And that's my, my role in this and this is to help rebuild a comedy world that that mocks the stuff that isn't being mocked by mainstream media. That's why we started Unbearable News Network. And that's why I'm finishing this book that was finished, but I'm, I'm rewriting it the way I want to write it. And um, touring and, and Eric Nimmer's special is um, is done. So I'll probably I'll either he'll sell it from his website. I don't know if he's set up yet. Because Vimeo costs money to sell from Vimeo, but I am set up, so I could just sell it and give him the cash. I'll talk to him about it. I just got word from Joe that it's done. It looks awesome. And that'll only be five bucks. Uh, unlike the big bears that are 10, because it's not as long. And he's black. So we don't have to pay the blacks as much. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, it's five bucks. But uh, he crushes. I'll uh, send out an email or something when that's up. All right, what's this? And here's a dower to tell Mama Bear, happy Mother's Day to your mom. She reminds me a lot of my mom and to Amy. God bless future Esquire Bear. Name pending until you say it on the stream. Welcome, future Esquire Bear. Orin Amate is down for another round. Awesome. I love that guy. Dave Smith is always is going to be on the podcast this week as well. And I'd love you guys to uh, write to me and tell me who you want on the podcast. Reach out to people. I'm in. I think, oh, I gotta, hang on, I might have locked Amy out. Give me one second, hang on. I'm coming.
sweet. All right. I apologize for sending this in the middle of the night. I'm never available for the live stream. I would like to be verified as Hurricane Bear. I love crazy ass storms and would prefer Stormy, but I don't want to be associated with a whore. I wish I could send more, but you can't get blood from a turnip. Oh, don't worry about money, guys. I'm, we're doing good again, especially with YouTube back. Like, just uh, just do whatever you can. If, if you don't have money, just share this stuff or uh, write write in some uh, articles into uh, Unbearable News Network or uh, help me proofread my book. I've gotten a lot of offers for proofreading help to the point where now I don't even know who to pick because like literally hundreds of people have told me they'll help edit my book and I don't know who a lot of people are. So I have, I'm, I'm very confused as to what to do with that. It's a, it's a, it's a good problem to have so many people on board, but I, I still have to figure out how to fi figure this out. <clears throat> I wish I could contribute to the page so I can be added to the bear phone. So I know when you are coming to ATL, I would love to hang with you and the other bears and help with anything that you need while you're here. Much love to you and the family and keep up the good fight. Well, you can uh, follow me at Owen Comedy on Twitter. Um, Dulev pretty much stays up on that, like letting everybody know where I'm going to be and stuff. And also just on the stream, I'll always let you guys know. And uh, yeah, I'll be able to communicate to you guys in uh, email and all that stuff. So you don't have to worry about contributing to anything. Love your work. Just writing to suggest another comic. Oh, sweet. Oh, I know Bo Burnham. He's a buddy of mine. Not PC, but a little different from you. Bo Burnham, songs, piano, etc. Suggest his uh, special title, What? Or just look up his songs. Can Cook Out is one of his early masterpieces. I like the comparison between the two of you. Yeah, he's also crazy tall. No, I like Bo. I've uh, I've always liked Bo. Him and um, uh, Gerard Carmichael are buddies. And... They'd always be at the improv just talking and being buds. And I always respected their vibe. They're both really nice people. Those are two comics I support a lot. And uh, they don't need to be political or PC or non-PC or any of that stuff. They're, they're young dudes just being funny. And I, I get really happy when I see that. I think, I think there's ages where men become more political simply because it's your duty in society. And uh, there's ages where men don't have to really be political, you know? And they're really cool dudes. All right. Uh, I hit up YouTube to get the proper PayPal addy, and they are running uh, ads like, "Do you? does your period-proof panties work for you? I didn't bother waiting for the name brand, but found it interesting. I know. I think they're almost doing it to mess with me. They also had like a Muslim dating thing on there. Uh, what? Yeah. Blonde, uh, I would like to get in touch with Blondie Bear. Oh, yeah. You guys got to just comment on the videos, whether it's YouTube or Vimeo or wherever you watch it. Just comment like, hey, Blondie Bear, let's be in touch. And then you guys can talk. I can't facilitate that stuff. My, like, my job is pretty specific. And I wake up early in the morning to write for Crowder. He's got a funny-ass show today. Man, is that funny. And then I, I do this. And then I, I'm working trees with my brother from three until dark. So my day is pretty cooked. So I do what I can, but hey Owen, 1911 bear here. Wanted to tell you that my seven and a half year old son has been on my YouTube stream a couple times. And after hearing about the bears, he wants his own bear name. So my son Gavin wants to be verified as 300 wind mag bear because that is his favorite firearm. Welcome 300 wind mag bear. After all, my son knows that socialism always ends in starvation and genocide. Keep up the great work and raise your cubs well. I will. And we had an awesome uh, Mother's Day. 
It was cool. It was really cool. I'm not great at holidays. And so I used to have a lot of anxiety about that. Cause I like my mom and my mom and dad, especially my mom, she's so Germanic, like that Scandinavian Germanic old school, um, practicality is my mom. Like my mom, when I was in college, she'd be like, I'd be like, should I come home for Christmas? And she's like, come in April. It's cheaper. That's a word for word truth. And it's not because she's not loving. It's a cultural issue. And so I never got like into Valentine's Day. You know, I never went to prom. I never had like serious girlfriends in high school even. I, uh, I'm not great at, 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 um, at holidays. And then I, I start feeling I'm letting everyone down, you know. And so our day started with a little tension because I woke up real late because I was up the night before doing um, bears and beers and piano stream but then we had an amazing day we had a great lunch in um lake placid and walked around mirror lake and uh walter had a blast and um yeah then we watched oh we watched uh forgetting christopher robin man that was a good movie got me jammed up it was such a good movie forgetting um christopher robin or goodbye christopher robin or something like that it was uh it was really phenomenal Okay, so I want to get into some music theory. Someone said, uh, the relationship between the left and right hand when you're improvising piano, do you know you're playing in a certain key so you know which keys are eligible to be played together? Are you just doing octaves on the left hand and chords, arpeggios on the right hand? How do you improve on that? Is it just learning your chords and scales? I'm about seven months into piano lessons. I took them for a few years when I was a kid. And then decided I wanted to start again last fall. My grandma is a piano teacher, so it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I wanted to get into this because I love talking about piano theory because you can apply it to life pretty easily. Okay. Yeah. So the way I would teach you if you were hanging is the left hand does octaves and then just does a rolling arpeggio. So an octave is just C, let's say C to C. Right? like a fractal and for those of you that don't know a fractal is a fractal is like uh, a repeating pattern like if you have a square like this and then you have another square in the corner that's the same as this square and then in that corner is the same as all the squares and it's just like doom 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 it's a repeating pattern like the the shell in nature where you see the the fibonacci sequence just going out and out that's also fractal and the piano's fractal, it's the same 12 notes repeated over and over again. An octave, it's uh, higher in amplitude, like the wave speed, or now is that frequency? Amplitude is the size of the wave, and frequency is how many in the wave. So the amplitude is the how loud something is, and the frequency is like uh, how high or low it is. And it's the same, like that's the same note as that, and that, and that, and that, and that. And so the C scale is just whites. It's whites only. You know, it's like a, like a Banana Republic uh, store. Just only about the whites. So only white keys. The next one is D, and that has two black keys. You know, it's uh, starting an affirmative action program. Well, that's in like Jamal and Darius. Hey, Jamal. Hey, Darius. 
E lets in four blacks. By the time you get to B, it's just a welfare state. There's five blacks. And that's how you keep it major sounding. Like... Okay, so let's just keep it with C for a second. So the way I, I broke down the, the political theory with music is the left hand is a conservative and the right hand is the classical liberal. And so the conservative sets up the rules, whether it's the Ten Commandments or the, uh, the Constitution. And that way you set up rules that can't be broken in times of stress or in times when the rules are not convenient. And that allows you to keep a stable society and not just always be... Um, just shifting anywhere because that is weak and that allows uh, tyrants to take over. Rapid change is a very, very destructive time uh, in any society, except for the people that benefit from the change. And it's usually a very small amount of people and they're very nefarious a lot of times. So, <clears throat> so let's say you set it in the key of C, which is just no blacks, whites only. And... Uh, Oh, all blacks sound Asian, which is hilarious. If it's only black keys. Isn't that funny that if you get black enough, it's a full circle all the way back to Asia. That's all blacks. So let's say you set, let me make sure that uh, my chat's still working. I'm just double checking because YouTube had issues before. And then I'll read, uh, I'll read the uh, super chats you guys got going on on YouTube, too. I'm not forgetting about y'all. Let me just do a little bit of those, a uh, li little bit of this, and, um, and then I'll get, get it going. There's a lot of people on this. Wow, 730 people watching just on YouTube. That's amazing. That's cool, especially because we have like six venues now. This is great. I got to write back to Bob real quick. No, no, definitely, definitely contact. Definitely contact them. Thanks. All right. So let's say um, you have the, the white octave and you're just rolling an arpeggio. Because an arpeggio is when you hear... It's the same pattern over and over again. It's a, it's a fifth with a middle third. It's a triad. With the, and that just repeats over and over again. But then you can roll it. Right? So you get the bass. And no blacks is the, is the key for this one. And it's not racial. It's, it's about tone. So you go. And so the right hand has to follow the rules but it, it, it's allowed to be more creative and explore and redefine, like find new things because too much conservatism is a, is a stagnant society like, uh, like ancient Egypt, you know, where there is no changing anything, but it's efficient, but you're just building triangles in the dirt. You know, you, you can do something as amazing as triangles in the dirt. Like no one knows how they built these giant triangles in the dirt, but they're still just triangles in the dirt. Right? But too much uh, liberalism is chaos. There's no rules. There's no gender. Gender doesn't exist. Patriarchy. Math is racist. A dick is bad. You know, it's just noise. And we all know that noise. So then if you have, if you let society set a tone 
with rules, the left hand can become creative, or the right hand can become creative, but it has to follow the rules. You know, Ten Commandments, Constitution, within that is infinite possibilities for life. But when you stray out of those things, then you have a problem. So you set the rules. And then you can, within that world, you can do a melody. But it's improv within a world. Improv uh, can really intimidate people because too many possibilities can lead to like a freezing. That happened right after the Berlin Wall fell. And people that had only had one choice for everything, like communists and authoritarian governments, like some old people that had never known anything else, would go into a store and see like 30 types of toothpaste and freeze. And they wouldn't know what to do. Because their world, there was one toothpaste. And probably one tooth because of the starvation linked to communism. And so they almost preferred authoritarianism, kind of like when Brooks left um, left a prison in Shawshank and couldn't function because his life was in a cage. That's all he knew. Um, but this is how you improvise. You make rules, and within those rules, you can flourish and allow yourself to make mistakes and explore. It's uh, in jazz. It's called your bag. Uh, like your, like you know, it's uh, Papa's got a brand new bag. I, I, I don't know if there's multi dimensions of uh, metaphor for that, but in music, a bag would be like, you know, a certain riff you do. Like for me, one of my bags is a, uh, like for Furleys, I have a run that goes like this. know that that's it's a it's a repeating pattern that I know and it's within the the rules that that, that make sense and so I have that in my bag and that allows me that anytime I, I stray too far off course I can I can hit that up it's the same in comedy it's like I know I have jokes that work every time like the tall joke uh, getting pulled over uh, there's certain ones that no matter how far off the path I go I can just bring it right back in with something in my bag and so that's how you improvise. Because if everything is possible, improv improvisation becomes pure chaos and postmodern. Like if you don't follow the whites only rule of, the, of C, and that's not racial, it's about black keys, not black people. But l l listen to how this sounds. So you have this, right? So you start off with the whites. Then this is what black keys sound like. That would work if you're trying to create dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is like, Donald Trump is Adolf Hitler. Give the government all your guns. That's called cognitive dissonance. And I believe it leads to cancer. But it definitely leads to a bunch of uh, confused soy boys. But cognitive dissonance works in movies when uh, something bad is coming. Jaws and 8 Mile. I'll show you how it's the same thing, right? So that's dissonance. That's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. So the, the, the shark. And with 8 Mile, it's the same thing. 
right? It's like that that big eight mile soundtrack for uh, Eminem is like something stressful is approaching. The shark, which is his battle rap, right? So it's it's Jaws. Stressing the off beats. So cognitive dissonance doesn't lead to beauty. It's the po postmodern art. Modern art is intentionally ugly, and it's to make. It's like the um, the the architecture in Soviet bloc countries, or during Russian revolutions, or it's just big squares, no windows. They're supposed to look ugly and ominous to keep people broken and small. You know, that's the postmodern art movement is just like a dot or nonsense scribbles. It's to make people feel not beautiful. It's to keep people in their place. Beautiful is form meets a little bit of chaos. It's uh, Marilyn Monroe's mole, this beautiful face with a mole. That's what made her so striking is that you have this classic beauty, this symmetrical face with imperfection. And... Um, that that leads to the icon of her. If she was just beautiful, she's not Marilyn Monroe. She's just beautiful. But the, it's the it was the mole that made her so iconic. It's the the piece of sand in the oyster is what makes the pearl. Without the sand, there's no pearl. Without abrasion, without struggle, without arguing, there is no growth. Just like uh, the coarse nature of roots, like when you. Like rub against a root is the only way the root grows. Uh, lifting weights is how you uh, damage your muscles. You 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 struggle with a weight and you and you get little tears in your muscles. And then when it rebuilds, it becomes bigger and stronger. Like uh, scars, for example, that will always be above my skin now because it overcompensated to heal. And that is what you can do emotionally. That's what you can do with uh, songs. That's what you can do with any talent. Where a lot of times the scars that make you imperfect is what makes you strong and what makes you human. You just have to learn how to use that. It can also ruin you. Marilyn Monroe's mole could have could be a, a cancerous growth that, that spreads to her pancreas. You know, that's what makes it beautiful and exciting is its slight touch of chaos to it. You know, um, that's why a lot of artists are crazy is because that that dance with with chaos is what makes the draw um so yeah so you have order is beauty beautiful and the, the ultimate song is canon and d it's the ultimate in chaos with a hint no of order with a hint of chaos it's it's beauty with just a hint of um expansion it's a scale it's a d scale that's all it is just listen to this it's just a scale just down you're just playing a scale, just showing you're following the rules, just like marriage. You follow the rules, you check in, you don't cheat, you honor, and then you can improvise. There's not one minor chord in this whole song. Minor would sound like this. how it was minor minor major 
minor, major. You see, that's it's 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 just one little half step is what makes something sound happy versus what makes something called sad. Like this is Moonlight Sonata is full of minor chords, but the thing that makes it so sad is that there is a few major chords. Without hope, there isn't true depression, and without sadness there isn't true happiness you can never reach utopia on earth because then you would not feel good it would just be empty you have to have comparison human beings think by comparing things to other things that like when they're trying to design robots now with vision they're running into a lot of problems because um it your your own vision is just based on on comparing things and we're starting to realize how vague the real world and objects can be if you don't have purpose or if you don't have, um, you know, a code. There's just too much info and it's really, really difficult to discern where the edge of something is. You have to make decisions early on to figure out where the edge of, of, of something is. So Moonlight Sonata, that's a minor chord, right? Minor chord, and that goes major. Why am I messing this up? Major. And then descent into the ultimate. If you look at that as a story, that, that's why I think I've been a talented writer without a lot of formal training in writing is because the story of writing is a lot like the story of music because you have, that's just flat line sadness. And then you have hope escalation and then the realization back to hell then you climb out of it a little bit subverts and then peace for a second peace and watch the peace just become dark just subtle one thing changes you hear that and then it starts again bit different but similar except this time it goes from dark to happy it's reversed isn't that fascinating it's a story it's a story you can see the the individual in that song except it's supposed to be played so soft you can barely hear it like i'm playing that way too fast and way too uh way too much amplitude it's supposed to sound like this just bar barely hear it
and the longer you draw it out and you don't telegraph where you're going like I telegraph sometimes like telegraph would be like I'll show you a part like to try and make your own statements but it's too early down like say just speed it up a little bit you're not supposed to do that because when you do the full song you just keep it so soft and without any change in rhythm until the audience or the listener can barely handle it where they're like just show me where it goes because the other movement of that is this. that with this and in both those songs they all have the rules <laughs> and that's why Beethoven could become such a madman because he had this set of rules and to break the rules is a major thing and you only want to do it when you're when it's absolutely necessary to make the um how is this two five three three let me show you this. This is something very interesting about uh, culture. So a bunch of people sent me this that uh, Ricky Gervais posted. And I was looking at the comments underneath. It, like now all the people are saying that this is so brilliant and brave and all this shit just because Ricky Gervais did it. When I say people, I don't mean the mass population. I mean comedians. That, I, that The same comedians that called me a racist and gave me shit for saying the same thing like a year early. He said, I remember when adopting, sharing, and assimilating things from other cultures was the opposite of racist. No shit. I made that joke a year ago. Don't get me wrong. I love that Ricky Gervais said this. I respect him as an artist. But um, someone said, says the white man, and he says, I identify as black. And people are like, wow, what a mic drop. Yeah, because an atheist, leftist comedian who's been state approved did it. When I did that a year ago, I was suspended from Twitter and called a racist and um, isolated. It's, it's, it's interesting how that happens. It's, it's, it's the free people do not ca cause a lot of problems in the art world. Art is not based on freedom. It, it is in reality, but it's not, uh, not when it comes to getting respect from uh, the community. The community. So ridiculous. Let me read a couple more of these, uh, these um, PayPals, and then I'll hit up some of these... Um, Super Chats on, on YouTube, and uh, if anyone wants to hear any songs or anything, I'm game. All right, so let me read the one since I started this one. All right. I read that one. Brandon, 
YouTube's back. Yay. Please wax philosophical on how the Truman Show is about leaving groupthink and experiencing a life that isn't literally a giant safe space. Your guitarist, Axe Bear. What a great question or a great statement. It's, uh, yeah, Truman Show is, a, is totally about leaving groupthink. It's when you start seeing things not adding up. And I highly recommend John Taylor Gatto right now. Like, research this guy. Because when you start seeing how... You know, a member of Barack Obama's cabinet, I think Susan Rice, becomes an executive at Netflix. And you can see it on the right as well. Like Donald Rumsfeld became um, an executive at Halliburton or something. You start seeing that there's a class of people that are trained to manage humans. And it doesn't even matter what their expertise is in because they have a, a skill of human management. And, and um, like most U.S. presidents all come from these very specific schools and upbringings that all are taught the same type of thing. Like John Kerry and George W. Bush were literally at the same college in the same frat. And the frat had like 15 dudes and they're running against each other for president. And no one thought that was weird. And, uh, and so there's a, there's a training to, to, to manage human cattle, which is what we are from some of these people. And I've spent time with these people because art allows you to um, jump around social strata. Like I've played music all night with Wesley Clark and I've, I've been in these, you know, um, Paul McCartney and all these people. And being in that level doesn't make you a bad person. It's just a different skill. Like I'm not saying rich, powerful people are bad people. A lot of them are great people, but the group think is thinking that public education is, is educating us into being um, autonomous individuals, which it is not. It's, it's, it's training kids to follow orders well. And there's, you, you should learn how to follow orders. You know, you should learn how to um, comply in society. Like if a cop pulls you over, comply. You know, if, if you respect someone. That's the thing about school that I always hated is I would have to be subservient to people I didn't respect and knew less than me. And they punished me because I was better than them at things. A guy like John Taylor Gatto, if, if he had a student that was more knowledgeable than him at something or had more promise, he would encourage that. And so many of his students became such legends that he started um, showing that he was um, a threat to the, to the hierarchy. And there's documentation of how the public school system was set up to it's designed to make soldiers and factory workers and um, how the IQ you're born with is a factor when it comes to uh, your amplitude in life, like how much you can accumulate or, or whatever. But it, 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 it isn't about it's not as necessary for having a good life. You know, like Muhammad Ali's IQ is 78 because it's like his talent was beating the fuck out of people. Imagine if you forced him into a job that he wasn't good for. He would just be constantly miserable and just angry. IQ is a factor when it comes to a lot of things, but not really. I think there's a balance between, you know, between thinking about your your genetic predisposition, predispositions for things and also... Um, acquired skills that are intentionally kept from a mass amount of the population. And I think once you start seeing through the matrix a little bit and seeing 
that the intention of school is not education, but compliance. The intention of uh, social media is not creating a safe space, but to, to shift our culture into more chaotic, um, you know, a chaotic mess with no families. Like, like what I talked about in the beginning, this curious case of how a nine-year-old self-proclaimed cocaine dealer became an Instagram influencer. A nine-year-old who says she sells cocaine, who's a rapper, has no problem posting an Instagram and YouTube, right? A 37-year-old family-oriented comedian has been banned constantly. You guys have been with me through the struggles. And so... It's easy just to say, oh, how do they how do they not see that they're being hypocritical or um, man, the, the bots are so stupid. No, that's their intention. Like once people start realizing that that's what they're trying to do is to dismantle the, the population, then everything starts making a lot more sense and the world becomes scarier, but more doable. It's, it's easier to um, it's easier to navigate. You know, it's easier to navigate when you know where people stand on things. That's why free speech is so important, even if it's something you detest. And I went through a whole process of, of understanding, because I'm feel i a free speech absolutist, except for pedophiles. But then I had to get to the conclusion that I had to allow that. And the good thing is, not that I have power over it, but like philosophically, I had to say it's okay for pedophiles to speak in public. Because if not, everything else falls apart. Even though I just want to kill them. Uh, but you have to let your most hated group speak. Same with communists. But see, the good thing that comes from it is then you know who they are. Because when you suppress speech, kind of like um, when they gave uh, Hillary Clinton a 90, 99% chance she would win and then she lost, it was because they were suppressing speech so that Trump supporters couldn't and still can't publicly say they support Trump. And that only um, caused weakness for the left. It, it wasn't a strength. Like when you don't let people speak their mind, like if you're in a marriage where either the man or the woman is uh, scared to say what they really believe, that is a weakness for the whole marriage for both parties. You know, I'm not saying you have to say everything you think and feel all the time. Of course not. Keep something for yourself, but like a major issue, you have to be able to communicate or else the other person can't adapt at all. They can't help anything. Okay, this is Anne. Oh, I think I read that one. Oh, Hurricane Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Welcome, Hurricane Bear. And uh, thank you for sending me that. That was very generous of you. Josh, love your work. Just writing into, oh, suggest another comic. Oh, I already read that one too. Which one am I at? Pinders, Brandon, or Brandon, Rep. Hey, Big Bear, first time making it to a live chat. Thought I'd send some love. Can I be a DND Bear? Welcome, DND Bear. My brother, a friend, and I are attempting to go their own way and start our own business. If you're cool with plugging us, that would be awesome. Of course, bud. We have started a Kickstarter to create augmented reality for DND. Oh, dude, me and my brother played a lot of DND growing up. And other tabletop games. It is a tabletop AR on Kickstarter. It will bring monsters, scenery, and more to your games. If you feel generous, we have a reward tier that lets you get a custom model. Why not get a custom bear? All right, so that's kickstarter.com uh, slash project, project slash 
Stag Devs slash Tabletop AR. Hopefully some fellow nerd bears will enjoy the product. Much love. Keep being funny. Thanks, bud. It's from Keith. Checking in to, rec- uh, to claim Redacted Bear. Welcome, Redacted Bear. And then John. Shout out to Breakfast Bear. Thanks for your editing work on UNN. Owen watched you on Gavin. Sh- uh, Owen watched you on Gavin's show. Hope to see you on there more. Question: What is the difference between a proud boy and a bear, if any? Also, they're proud bears, or did they just cross a line? J.K. Uh, it's they're different crews. I think uh, bears. There's a lot of women in the, in the unbearables, and proud bears. Or I think proud boys are more. I don't. I don't know that much about proud boys. I'm boys with uh, Gavin, but we haven't really talked uh, talked a lot about proud boy philosophy i think the main thing about the proud boys was just that it's okay to be male which is a very odd thing that you have to remind people that it's kind of creepy but uh i'm glad he did and uh i don't know a lot about it but i do know that it's cool and i'm buddies with gavin all right how do i check my super chats on on youtube usually there's like a, a running thing and i don't know how to do it hang on maybe if i turn the volume down uh, hang on a second, guys, because I want to read the super chats. I was in creative. Oh, I can see the 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 chat too. I'll come in and hang with you guys in a second, because that's one thing about the YouTube chat that's pretty sweet. And our I think our Bear app is done. We can send that out. That I want to know a cool thing about the Bear app is you guys can chat and upload stuff at any hour and talk to each other. But as far as live streaming, the YouTube chat is is um, better than the Vimeo one. I'm just being honest. But um, I'm going to stick with Vimeo as well because they were good to me. All right, let me read these super chats. And I really appreciate you guys sending these in. It, it, it allows me to earn a living. Hey, Owen, can I be Bennington Bear? Welcome, Bennington Bear. Morning, Owen. I've been telling your Viking rowboat rape joke to my friends at least once a week for months. Always give you credit. Love your song. Uh, not That Black Bear. Thanks, buddy. Not That Black Bear is a hilarious name. Um, yeah. Yeah, check that out on YouTube if you want to check it out. It's a, it's a bit about Vikings and rape and... What's that bear? To execute a bit, you have to hide the setup. If so, what extent and or are there benefits to being obvious about the setup as well? Depends on the, the joke. If you want to give me an example, I'd be happy to break down a joke with you. I love uh, the engineering of jokes. But hiding, hiding the setup is a, a great move for a misdirect. Like the pound me too joke or the most recent um, Tiki Torch Black Lives Matter joke that I do is... Um, is a good way to hide hide it. A, a good way to hide a thing you should always hide is the third tag. Like you have a setup, a punchline, and then another tag, and then the next tag. If you tag it three times, uh, the third one should be in a complete misdirect. Like no one sees it coming. You know, because what 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 comedy? What, what's important in comedy is um, surprising the audience, something that they don't expect. And, uh, but still playing by the rules. Mr. Murkrow, thank you, buddy. Uh, Amber, that video just made me remember I drunk PayPal'd you Saturday night. Oh, I didn't see it. But thank you, Amber. It's good to see you. Sad you were in D.C. and I didn't know. Well, I, um, I was just in and out. I didn't do a show or anything. But it, next time I'm there, if I do a show, I'll really promote it. But I will be in Richland, Bellevue, and... Portland in the beginning of June. If you want to get tickets, go to hugepianist.com. Also, uh, my last two hour specials are on there for 10 bucks. Feed the Bear, which was shot in England, and um, How Dare Me, which was shot on Saranac Lake in the Adirondacks. 
Owen, watch some Lil Tay videos. They're an IQ test to detect comic trolling. Whoever writes her shit is a genius. It's all a joke and nobody gets it. I haven't been able to watch any. I just read the article. Uh, if it's trolling, that's amazing. But I think it's weird that Instagram has no problem with, uh, with allowing a nine-year-old to do that. But I saw one video was just labeled Will Tay uh, breaks character by accident. That'd be hilarious. I love things that are an IQ test. Malinu always says that. He's like, check this out. It's an IQ test. <laughs> Comedy itself is an IQ test. A lot of people don't get jokes. They just don't get it. And then they get angry. Because if you don't get a joke, a joke appears to just be insane language. It just seems to be like hostile, weird words put together. And this is my new theory. Bots don't get jokes. Just like that South Park uh, episode about funny bot. It's really, really hard to program artificial intelligence to be funny. And so... I think that's one reason why I set off a lot of uh, hate speech alarms, because if you're a, a robot or dumb, jokes look insane. Let me check in on the, on the bare phone as well. Okay. Bare phone. Uh, someone just wrote pound me too. Could I become a, a mod in YouTube chat? Sure. I don't know who this is though. Oh, networking bear. Yeah, I'll figure that out when if I'm doing like a late night beers and bears thing, I'll I'll set that up. Because um, when I do beers and bears, it's usually like a smaller amount. I'm in the chat the whole time because a lot of times you guys are there to help me write a, a a song, so I feel kind of bad having you guys pay me to help me. So I try to stay in the chat the whole time, but a lot of times it gets too uh, it gets too crazy to even like read anything. Okay, uh, I offered. To proofread or edit your book as well, I sent you my credentials. Oh, I know you, Bunny Bear. We're, we're friends. Yeah, of course you can. I just, um, it's a lot to do. So I want, and I also want to help a few people, give people credit as editors on a, on a book. So um, I want to give a few people an opportunity. Had an idea that could be a potential joke. The concept is that only minority that really contributed to the good of everyone are crippled people. Without them, there would be no uh, Gentile ramps to your favorite businesses. We would be forced to climb stairs. Gone would be many elevators. That's right, more fucking stairs. And who would want to live without the luxury stalls and the restrooms? No easily grasped handle to close the door. No, This is funny, dude. I like this. No floor space to blow that guy you just met. That's true. That's true. If you think about it, like, if you're a gay guy just blowing people in bathroom stalls, like, you're going to need that, that, the one for uh, handicapped people. No easily grasped handle to close the door, no floor, uh, no handle to bear down on when making some, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of bathroom humor, but I, I'll respect her at. Or when that blow job goes to the next level, uh, maybe a UNN article. Is Nimmer coming to the Portland show? Yeah, Nimmer's going to open for me at all three of those shows. Uh, this is Digital Bear. Sweet. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a hilarious UNN article. All right, this is another bear. This is Baddish Bear. Amazing wife, Roro Bear. Uh, for your lovely wife, Amy, who's an inspiration to so many, a belated happy Mother's Day. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, Scott, nice. Oh, I still got to send you a Stein. I forgot about that. 
you uh, sign me up for the book. All right, I got there's there's like a million people writing now. I got to do this when I'm like doing cardio or something. How did George's training go? Went awesome. I can I can show you guys a video of it. Him and this one dog just started rolling around. It was almost like they were like banging. It's weird. I sent you last night's stream, but still think you'd appreciate it. Uh, who is this from? I'm from San Antonio, Texas. I make abstract art, and I play guitar, bass, ukulele, and I'm teaching myself drums. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's motherfucking Nature Bear. Awesome, buddy. Good to hear from you. Katie says, oh, that's who said the George is training. All right, let me read more of these. Um, Man Bear Pig. I posted this on Twitter yesterday. Why is colored people racist, but people of color isn't? It's an objective noun placement of the of. Just another progressive sleight of hand. Of course it is. Have you guys heard my new uh, song about uh, um, people of color? It goes, we get blue when it, it is cold. Uh, I forgot it. We get blue when it gets cold. We get red when it's too hot. Yellow uh, when we get old. Uh, and green, um, shit, what are the rhymes of that? So it's, uh, old and cold must be the, the, the rhyme. So it's, uh, we get, we get green when we're on a ship too long. We get blue when it is cold, red when the sun is hot. And yellow when our liver is old. Uh, uh, the real people of color are white. It's about white people being the real people of color. I gotta re reread that fucking song, but it's it's uh it's pretty funny. Jamiroquai's virtual insanity intro seven chords five seconds. I don't know that one. Keep up the great funny work, Owen. I made the Instagram meme of you as Grizzly Adams on political underscore dank house. If you remember that, uh, uh, I do. It's funny. Loved watching the uh, family Mother's Day post yesterday. Yeah, I always like to share good family moments to encourage the young men to, to do, do the right thing and start a family. Thanks, uh, Networking Bear. Check out the video. I got jumped for my bike by Austin Augie. Dude is a real-life Erwin Benjamin. I posted a comment about it on your Patreon post earlier today. Also, can I be verified as BMX Bear? Welcome, BMX Bear. Well, we all remember the, uh, that person of color stole my bike. <laughs> stole my bike there you go oh this is a good one justin i live in upstate new york near the finger lakes that's near where i'm from i found you through crowder and you're awesome keep it up i go to college and everyone there is so liberal i never want to speak my mind about politics because everyone will hate me any advice just speak your mind Way more people will not hate you than you think. It's uh, it's one of those things where if you admit what you are confidently and not super confrontationally, like you don't have to be like a dick about it, but just real mellow about it and just kind of be like, just other people will, will agree with you. Even if, even if it's secretive at first, but a lot of, dude, our country elected Donald Trump in a democratic election. Like you're not alone. And it's important for more people to uh, to be honest about what they really like uh, 
because it, it'll allow other people to be honest. Because there's a, just a lot of people that are just genetic sheep where they just uh, follow other people and uh, they just live in quiet desperation until they finally become that which they pretended to be. Because when people live a lie, you have two options. You either admit you're a liar or you start believing your own lie. And they're both uh, pretty horrifying. So people, I think, young people need leadership. And it's pretty easy to just admit what you think. You know, I don't think you should have uh, drag out fights with your professors and fail out or whatever. But your grades in college don't really matter. Uh, you have to develop skills of uh, how to think. Make close friends that you'll have for life that you share values with, objectives, and just really, really use the tools that you're given as an American to uh, start a business or start a family with whoever you want to. Like these, these freedoms are not universal in the world. In fact, it's um, becoming more and more rare to have these type of freedoms. So really take advantage of them while we still have them. And, and that's one of the only ways that we can keep having them. Hey, Big Bear, welcome back to YouTube. We met in Houston. Let me know if you need any help with Twitch. I've been using it for three years as a viewer and one year as a streamer. Prayers for you and the fam. Yeah, I'll just give you my uh, my password and stuff because I don't know anything about it. I just uh, stream there because I feel like the more places we stream, the better. <clears throat> so um, anybody that wants to help with Twitch, I'm all in because I, I don't know anything about it. Like literally, and I don't have the brain capacity right now to learn another thing. Because I'm, I'm too obsessed with John Taylor Gatto. North Idaho Bear, keep up the good work. I have been North Idaho Bear for a while, but need to be verified. Are you going to be near my area of Coeur d'Alene? Well, the closest I get there is in eastern Washington for um, uh, eastern Washington and Richland. But me and Amy were even looking at Coeur d'Alene to live. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. All right, Okie Bear. Big Bear, so good to have you back on YouTube. Can you try to uh, get Dr. Bill Warner on to talk about Islam? Guy's crazy smart and open-minded to Islam. I'd love to have more guests on here. So if anybody has someone that they really want to hear about and maybe even knows them and can contact them, it'd be great. Really want to know ASAP about West Palm Beach Show that is being teased on your website. Okay, note, heavy into social media and don't want to miss the breaking news. I'll let you know as soon as I know. Right now, I'm just focused on... Um, I'm doing a tour in October with some really great people that I'm not really going to talk about yet because uh, nothing's locked in. But I will uh, I will always keep you guys updated. I've been trying to book a show in Tampa as well in Orlando, and it's not easy right now because I have a no cancellation clause in my contract because of all the stuff that I've faced. And a lot of people aren't okay with that, which is okay because that lets me know they would have canceled as soon as these... These, these robots start calling them about how I am literally Adolf Hitler. Zach, can we get an unconvention shout out? Memorial Day weekend in Omaha. Ron Paul, Larry Sharp, and Owen. Um, OmahaConvention.com. Yeah, Zach. Um, also, hit me with my schedule. Email me my schedule as soon as you can. Because I'm, I'm, I still haven't booked my flight yet. And I need to know what my exact times are and when the Ron Paul thing is and, um, and everything. So, yeah, I'll be in Omaha, and I'll be there on my birthday the night before to make sure I, I get my breakfast talk in. Uh, so if any bears are out there and want to just grab a beer or something, I'm in. Uh, and so one more time, that's uh, Unconvention at OmahaUnconvention.com. Colin. Oh, and Zach, also, if there's like a space in the convention area for May 24th that night, and we can do a, a ticketed 
stand-up show to help pay for my trip, that would be great. Let me know if that's possible. I'd love to do a show. Colin, is this a music theory stream? Talk about Messian's modes of limited transposition or just the first two, whole tone and octatonic scales. I don't know anything about that. But I, it just dawned on me that this one bear, who's an awesome dude, want me, wants me to talk about um, something real specific about the, the, the hertz or something, the frequency of different notes. This guy is a great guy. I had no idea what he was talking about, but I made a mental note to, uh, to look into it, and now I, there's no way I can find what he was saying. Pretty sure he's a Patreon. Oh, man, I forgot. But I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what Messian's modes are. Um, I just learned from playing. So I don't know a lot of that like high-level shit. All right, Mr. Nick Now, Sometimes I think being in the military kind of institutionalizes some people like the prison thing from earlier. Thoughts? Yeah, it depends on what type of role you're playing in the military. Like the difference between infantry and special ops, I think the training is much different. Kind of like if you look at the Prussian army versus the French army in the 1800s, um, the French army were trained more that, that every soldier was their own uh, commander in certain groups. I was never in the military, so I, I don't really know a lot of these words, but I, I was researching this. You know, the difference between special ops and uh, infantry, a lot of it is, uh, like the Prussian army was just so good at following orders and being this giant, machine, which is where our, our uh, school system comes from, is the Prussian, the Prussian army. And some of the French armies were allowed to make their own decisions in battle. Genghis Khan's army was, was similar as well. They would function as a swarm, where each horseback riding Mongol with a bow was just set out with one purpose, and that's to kill as many people as he could. And no one could defend it. You know, it's kind of like the American Revolution where um, America was using more guerrilla tactics and the, and the English were just lining up in really bright red outfits and just getting slaughtered. So I think it really depends on how you're trained. Like there's certain roles in the military where, where questioning orders means everything, everyone dies. It's almost like um, the offensive line, you know, block down or pull for a trap or you know, uh, shotgun, you know, like a shotgun formation, like you just block an area, like all that stuff. You can't have like an offensive guard improv. It has to be like Sparta. But when you have a free thinking quarterback, it adds to everything. Like if you have a, a Tom Brady or somebody on the line that can just, just make a different call when they see something, when you empower certain individuals, um, everyone wins. And so I think it depends on what part of the military you are trained in uh, as to how you're institutionalized versus um, empowered. Sometimes, yeah. Because a lot of the public school is designed to make soldiers. But I think like a military theory has changed quite a bit over the years about um, the power of a, of a soldier and the amount of uh, decisions they're allowed to make in, in battle. All right. You should make a comedic piano lesson DVD, Laugh and Learn. It's just called Whites Only, the key of C. That's hilarious. Uh, 
I've listened to you for months. Big fan. I like the channel that Bass Texan made, but it doesn't have enough of your clips. I want to make a new channel for more of your unknown clips. Uh, and also, can I be Destroyer Bear? Yeah, welcome Destroyer Bear, and feel free to make more clips. That's that's Bass Texan's doing a great job with Owen ben Benjamin clips, but the more, the merrier. You know, we already have over 4,000 subscribers on there, and he's a great dude. And uh, definitely subscribe to that. But if Destroyer Bear wants to clip out more stuff, by all means. This is the fact that people super chat me and support and stuff like that uh, allows me to, to um, empower you guys to take any of this stuff and run with it. You know? Obviously, don't make a mockery of it. Don't um, do it for nefarious reasons. That, then I'll get pissed. It's very rare that anyone would do that, but I've seen stuff like that before. And, uh, but I, if you want to just build the community and add to uh, the reach, great. Take it and run, buddy. Obey to Murr. Owen, oh, dude, I missed you, buddy. I haven't seen you in a while. Owen, what do you think about burning the Quran? I hate the book and think it is pure evil, but I do not support burning it or any book. There's a movement in Iran of people burning it. I get why they do it, but burning books is the tool of oppressors. My opinion is you should be allowed to burn books, but you, uh, the state doesn't burn books. I don't think that uh, anyone should burn books, but you should be allowed to burn books. That's kind of like the whole thing we we're talking about before with free speech. Like burning a book is an act of free speech, but it doesn't really do anything either way. It can have unintended consequences. You know, burning the Quran could make it seem as like sexy taboo to a bunch of young people that uh, would then want to read the Quran. It's, it's the Streisand effect. Sometimes banning something empowers it. So my opinion on it is I think burning books is silly. And I think that it's, uh, it's an oppressive act if it's done by the state or by whoever's running your life. But it's not an oppressive act if it's done by individuals in a community. It can be silly. I don't think burning a Quran does anything good. Uh, the act of burning a book, the act of burning words doesn't inspire anyone to be better people or to uh, fight against anything oppressive, but I think they should be allowed to. I think not being allowed to burn books is almost like not being allowed to write books. The individual has to be allowed to write books or burn books and the state cannot burn books. That's, that's my opinion on that. It's the same opinion I have for any act of expression. I don't think the state should be allowed to burn art, to burn words, to burn, to stop uh, people from speaking. But I think the individual has a right to do uh, what they want with the books. Unless there's a no burn ban because there, it hasn't rained in a while. Trailblazer. Yes, I get to enjoy bears and piano today. Effing great day. The sound of sanity is music to my ears. Love it, buddy. Roy, can you play Amazing Grace? Of course. Um... you can play that you could play it as soft and slow as possible like
can add seven seven chords and, and embellish it to put a little more uh, emotion in it. Like, but see, that has a lot of emotion to me, but it's restrained emotion. But you could do... And then seven, seven chord. You hear that? It's like gospel. Can I be verified as Reptilian Bap Bap Papist Bear? Welcome, Reptilian Papist Bear. It's hilarious. Big Bear, listening to you painting a house in South New Jersey, do you know any how to play These Eyes by the Guess Who? I do not. Uh, I can play the Who. I don't know the Guess Who. I guess they have... Did they sing American Woman? Yeah. The Guess Who. I wonder if the Who is pissed at that. It's like, what band are you? We're the Who. What about you? The Guess Who. <laughs> we should start a band called The What, where we cover The Who, where it's like... obesity by making people starve that's hilarious you said that i did a similar joke about um the good news about socialism is it'll lower the obesity problem that's hilarious are you familiar with aldo's huxley's brave new world it is the true end result of the destruction of the family very interesting and relevant yeah and just a quick summary of brave new world it's a lot like 1984 except um the the minute the three minutes of hate or whatever that's called and um, the oppression the oppressive militant Big Brother system, Brave New World is about indulging everything. Just just random sex and drugs and anything goes uh, has a similar outcome for societal control. It's a great, I have to reread it. I haven't read it in years, but Big Bear, I need to be verified. Atari Bear, I love you, bro. Maine is not totally soy infested. No, Maine is sweet, dude. Yeah, welcome Atari Bear. Let me play you some Atari music. Well, I'll play you Mike Tyson's Punch Out. be doing more why didn't they laugh yeah uh, totally i upload all of these to why didn't they laugh we, there's a there's a uh there's a temporary freeze on the itunes but you can get it on stitcher and um 
podcast bean or other apps but uh we had to migrate over all my catalog and we ran into a, a brief hiccup here but we're trying to figure that out um because most of our listeners are are audio it's not even on youtube or vimeo it's it's audio which is hilarious so yeah we um why didn't they laugh on on youtube or on um itunes it's not letting people subscribe right now either it's really infuriating but we're getting to the bottom of it anarchy bear here your streams have brought my wife and i closer together we started watching you nightly months ago, and we spend more time together because of it. Can I request Highway to Hell or anything by Johnny Cash? Totally. Oh, and that's not, I love that about uh, you and your wife. That, that was one strength I always had in comedy is uh, women and men can laugh together at most of my jokes. I think I skew a little more male these days because uh, or, or married female just because I'm so constantly talking about my wife and family and stuff. I don't really have as many of those like uh, young women who just want to, you know, objectify me in my tight pants. But um, couples seem to enjoy it because it's not anti-male or anti-female. It's just an honest uh, representation of the comedy of love. And um, the cool thing is, is it lets me make fun of women in a very honest way because I don't hate them. And that, that comes through in the, in the jokes and it allows them to really laugh with their significant others. And then men can't believe I'm getting away with these jokes. But the, the reason that I, like women laugh at mine and not some other comedians is because I don't have an undertone of hatred or resentment towards women. In fact, it, it comes from a um, respect and an actual knowledge as to how they think and act. And, and that allows uh, men and women to kind of laugh together at my stuff. All right. So Johnny Cash, let's do uh, uh, cocaine. Just a little bit of it. Not a lot of people know this song, but it's real. It's pretty funny. Like a lot of old music used to be almost like, like a, a warning to young people. Where if you do like certain things, bad shit happens. Like this song. It's like, early one morning I was making the rounds. I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. I went right home and I went to bed. I stuck that loving 44 beneath my head. That goes bum, 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 bum. Got up the next morning and I grabbed my gun. I took a shot of cocaine and away I run. Made a good run, but I run too slow. They overtook me down in Juarez, Mexico. Laid in the hot joints and taking the pill. In walked the sheriff from Jericho Hill. He said, Willie Lee, your name is not Jack Brown. You're the dirty heck that shot your woman down. So it keeps going and going and going. And at the very end says, come all, you got to listen to me. Lay off that whiskey and let that cocaine be. Like a modern song would be like early one morning. I was making the rounds. I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. I got a record deal. And now I am friends with uh, Obama and his family. It's just uh, it's a lot different now. I, I, I have 10 more minutes. Thanks, Dom. Any chance to hear you play Ben Folds, One Angry Dwarf and 200 Solomon Faces? I don't know. The only Ben Folds I know is the one that I've played a few times. The from the back of her big brown eyes I knew you'd be gone as soon as gone as you could and I 
you need to talk uh need to talk to a hot p look up hot p jesus he trolled left his heart and made it to fox news also can i be bear jones please welcome bear jones nimmer let uncle nimmer bear write the epilogue for which one yeah i don't know what that's referring to but yeah nimmer specials coming out either today or tomorrow George, Papa Bear, Music is the Shorthand of Emotion, Leo Tolstoy. And I highly recommend the book by Leo Tolstoy, A Confession. It's awesome. Love you all, and can I be Pittsburgh Bear? Welcome, Pittsburgh Bear. A440 versus A432, that was me. Oh, sweet. All right, I'll write that down. Roy Bear. Oh, and Roy Bear, I think, were you the one that wrote me the thing about, I know, I, I think I just answered one of your things. But let me just make sure I have this, just so I remember. Roy Bear. E-flat, minor 7, A-flat, what is that? The chords. I don't know what that's the chords to. Whoa! Thanks, Justin. That was really nice of you, buddy. It's probably taken, but I'll take Justin Bear. No, welcome, Justin Bear. I know you're making an app, but have you ever looked into Discord? With Discord, you can have all the bears talk with each other whenever... And you can make announcements and such. You should Twitch donations. They take less. Well, paypal.me slash feed the bear. They take like almost nothing. But uh, I know some people find that uh, kind of a pain. So I, I still do the YouTube stuff. I think they a bunch of the bears do Discord. I just don't understand it. So I, I try not to do things I don't understand. But Justin, that was very generous of you, buddy. I really appreciate you. And welcome, Justin Bear. Go on. Instead of burning the Quran in protest, they should uh, sew a herd of goats' assholes shut. Let's just say there's a there's a a joke in today's Louder with Crowder about goats. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> I was working on a, a UNN article on Bearable News Network, and it you know it's like breaking news: a bunch of Syrian immigrants have been caught whacking off at a Chevy. The basic joke was that. The, the Ram, is it a Dodge Ram? The Ram was turning on all these dudes. And so all these guys were whacking off looking at a Ram emblem at a Dodge Ram thing. And then the local authorities, when re, when realizing that they were members of the religion and of peace and uh, recent immigrants, they allowed them to keep whacking off. And if you stop them from whacking off, uh, it is considered a hate crime. It's pretty funny. I haven't written it down yet. I've been fucking swamped. I've been trying stand-up. Here's one I wrote recently. I want to talk about transgender issues, but it always turns into a he said, she said thing. Dude, that's hilarious. Please tweet that. That's really funny. Big Bear, Burtcast, can you play Let It Be? Yes, Big Bear, Burtcast. Is it, I don't know, is this from Kreischer? But yeah, I can play Let It Be for you. All right, now I'm in the normal chat. What should I uh, make Let It Be about? Let's do a... Uh, Let's do like a comedy thing. Uh, bear, good option. We should really move over DM over to WhatsApp. Still not going to delete my Twitter yet, but I'm currently avoiding it like the plague. Is Chrysler in normal chat? Bear Jew, everybody, PayPal is better and you can write longer notes. Yeah, I agree, Bear Jew. And listen to Jews. They know how to save money. It's like the best. They, they're really good at money stuff. Song idea, let it wean like the penis writing day. That's funny. What? Bert drinking soy. Yeah, should I make it about Kreischer? Oh, and stand to pee instead of let it be about trannies. That's funny. So is let it wean is also funny. 
Uh, when I find myself in times of trouble, penis names come to me. When I, fi when I find myself, let it be, should be about breast reductions. That's hilarious, Nimmer. God, that's unfair. Discord is good people, nothing to be afraid of. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, hang on, let me refresh this for a second. When I find myself, um, check the PayPal. I'm gonna, I'm definitely checking that last time. Follow up with he said, she said joke, but I can't tell who the man is, so I'm not sure who to agree with. That's hilarious. Nap time, going to listen to one of my, my uh, sermons. It helps. Then do some note investing business. Nice, buddy. Uh, so he's in the chat, so he switched gears. Definitely not just, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Let's do a, uh, yeah, where's Kreischer? Is Kreischer here? Should I make uh let it be about Kreischer? When I find myself with Bur uh, Bird Kreischer, he was fat, then he was not fat, then he got fat, then not fat again. He got lean, he got lean, he got lean, but then he got fat down by his ween. If he kept the weight off, he'd have a slightly bigger ween. Uh, Israelis are bad with money. Oh, no way. That's, that's, that's funny. I was about to say, it's not fair. Oh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Let it be is an anti-abortion song. Leave that baby be. That's funny. Um, let it be about watching the Big Bear at work. Yeah, but that could be, I just start really, I start really complimenting myself a little too much. People like to watch the show Pony Dance. Twitter is a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah, it is. Know any Black Crow songs? Yeah, I can do a... Uh, she never mentions the word transgendered. What if I did uh She never mentions the word transgender in certain company. Tell you she's a woman who happens to have high tea. Oh, yeah, she's a trend, trendy. I can see it in her Adam's apple. Oh, yeah, she's got a wiener. Gribble says trannies are actually cool. Well, I don't think you can make a generalization. I'm sure just like any other group, there are some cool ones and some not cool ones. But I bet they're a little more crazy. Cut off their weenus. You gotta guess you're a little bit crazier. If you've cut off your dick and balls. Uh, 
so I when he was younger And then he went to a prestigious school Then he cut off his old Johnson Cause that Something that rhymes with school so I made his dick all tiny and weird So I won't make you not grow any pubes So I will destroy your dick and balls <laughs> Alright, that was pretty funny. What are your thoughts on that embarrassing intellectual dark web circle jerk? I like a handful of the members of the dark web, but I think uh, branding yourself the dark web is a little gay because the whole point of being in a dark web is to uh, not be known. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like being like, hey, uh, I'm anonymous. Owen Benjamin, nice to meet you. It's like, well, now you're not anonymous. Oh, Shoshana, I got to have you on the, the pod to, uh, or the stream to talk about... Uh, to talk about publishing, to talk about publishing books, I gotta follow up. Eric Weinstein coined it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like Eric a lot. Eric Weinstein's a great guy. It doesn't mean that uh, the intellectual dark web as a branding mechanism is a little odd, seeing as branding is intended to get people to see you, which I don't understand the contradiction. But maybe I'm wrong. But uh, it's kind of like if Anonymous listed their members. You're like, well, now you're no longer Anonymous? And everyone's like, oh. And, you know, I don't like alliances. I like friendships. I don't like, uh, I always feel really creeped, creeped out and uncomfortable when I feel like people are uh, making alliances with me. Where it's like, oh, well, right now we have current we have uh we have similar goals and purposes. Let's link up and join power. I'm like, no, why why can't we just be friends? But I'm not good at that. You know, don't get me wrong, I'm glad the the intellectual dark web exists. I mean, I'm huge fans of Jordan Peterson, Ben Shapiro, Dave Rubin, Eric Weinstein, Brett Weinstein, all that stuff. Uh but at the same time, it's almost like um I'm not a biggest fan of just like group branding. It's kind of like why I get a, like, it's almost like LGBT for smart, good people. But at the same time, it's still like this weird coalition. I'm just like, yeah, coalitions freak me out a little bit. You know, I don't like combining power for the sake of accomplishing something. I, uh, I like friendships, man. I like friendships to just get through shit together. I think they're really cool. And they're and they're way more stable than than alliances and, and coalitions are not stable. And I saw that firsthand tremendously in Hollywood when I went off uh, on my own a little bit and started thinking for myself. And I saw people that I thought were my friends react just so horrifically and just the cold isolation and the ostracization. It made me really realize how like dumb and gay that all is, you know? And then the real people that stuck with me were, were actually my friends. And they're like, Oh, big bear, 
you're going off on your own in the woods a little bit here, but you know, I love you. Like, like Quinn from the Impractical Jokers and a bunch of good dudes. There's a bunch of good dudes in entertainment, but you can really tell who your friends are when shit is going a little off the rails and they stay with you. Cause if not, if it's all coalition alliance bullshit, it kind of defeats the whole reason that human beings are together. Like, like I saw so much cool shit from the bears when I got kicked off YouTube and I had to go to Vimeo and people were like, we're, we're, we're struggling through uh, chat problems and buffering problems. And, and uh, people are having a hard time subscribing on Vimeo and all that stuff. But you guys were still with me because you valued the stream. You valued each other. You know that you have to get through struggles to actually have bonds with people. And, uh, and now we're back on YouTube and it's good times. And a lot of times these uh, alliances... As soon as I got kicked off YouTube, like when I got kicked off Twitter, I saw so many people just go cold to me because it turns out they just wanted my reach. I had over I had six digits of followers. They wanted that power. And when I lost the power, I didn't change whatsoever. In fact, it was funny. Like if I was friends with me and that happened to me, I would have laughed a lot and been like, that's hilarious. You know? But a lot of people looked at that and thought like, oh, well, he doesn't have his, his ability to reach all these people anymore. So I'm going to adjust my friendship with him. And I'm like, that's really bad, man. And it's not I didn't even feel like um, like I wanted them back in my life. I just was like, oh, so you guys aren't aren't good in the, in the pocket. You always want people that are good in the pocket or else friendships are nothing. All it is is just leeches. It's, it's literally like. There's no, I don't know. There's no trust. There's no anything. And, and it's, it's sad for the people to do that because they're just, they're just aimlessly wandering into, uh, power dynamics. And what, what does that end? It just ends with, um, with nothing. Just your dick just keeps getting smaller and smaller. Your balls shrivel up with the low T of soy, you know, cause soy can, can, can draw people. It's like, drink the soy, chug on the soy. You know, it tastes almost like what you like, but it's soy. And people are like, gulp, gulp, gulp. And you're like, dude, don't fall for that shit, man. You'll lose your dick and your balls. And women will get a dick and balls. It's weird how that works. Oh, when PayPal told me my last payment is pending. That's the first time that's happened. What is, this is a test to see what happens. They're both pending now for you. It'll be fine. Who cares? I can still read. I can still read what you wrote me. Isn't it cultural appropriation for someone with ethnic roots in the East to call themselves Asian? That's a European word. The word Asia originated from the ancient Greek word, some crazy thing you wrote, first attributed to Herodotus around B, uh, 44 BCE in reference to Anatolia or to the Persian Empire in contrast to Greece and Egypt. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's words that we use for um, American Indian tribes. Like, I believe Sioux just means enemy. Uh, Japan is, is not really called Japan. They call themselves like Napalm or some weird thing. Like Germany is Deutschland. Spain is Espana. You know, like a lot of these words that we, here's the thing though. You're, you're applying logic to a psychotic concept. Cultural appropriation is a trick. It's a satanic trick to get power from people who, um, it's, it's for, for weak people to get power. It's fucking crazy stupid. If you get my special uh, Feed the Bear, I have a great 
cultural appropriation joke in there. Maybe I'll play it on the stream after I read a couple more of these. Here's my joke. I want to be pen pals with Ben Shapiro, but I realized I couldn't read that fast. That's hilarious. He does talk so fucking fast. He's like the opposite of John Taylor Gatto. He talks real slow. Who the hell's calling me? Oh, someone's calling the bear phone. Uh, Michael. Hey, Big Bear. Shout out from North Dakota. Keep up the great work. Can I be... Can I be Dakota Bear? Of course. Welcome, Dakota Bear. I'm trying to do a show in South Dakota because there's so many bears in the Dakotas. Uh, So I guess I should also do North Dakota. And Denver, too. A lot of bears in Colorado. And Arizona. That's why it's called Bearzona. Wow. Thank you, Justin. That's very generous of you, my friend. That's, uh, That's really nice. Thank you very much. After several months, I'm finally able to contribute during a live stream. In a deployed environment, your streams are my favorite uh, tie to home. Any bear events planned for August? I'll be home for a bit and would love some bear hugs and beer. May I please be verified as Groovy Bear? Knock one back for me. It's a dry country here. Oh, man, I've been out there before, and the dry, the, the lack of booze is pretty staggering. Welcome, um, Groovy Bear. And, and you can... Uh, Register your bear names at uh, unbearablefamily.com, I believe. So then you can see all the bear names because I can't always keep them straight. But much love, dude. Yeah, I don't know where you live, but whenever you're back, let me know. August, I'll have just became a father of two. So I'm planning on staying home for the month of August to help my beautiful wife, Amy, and my son, Walter. And, uh... But if there's uh, if you're in the area, you know, we could do some stuff. Because I know her mom's going to fly out to help out too, but I, I really want to stay home for that. Oh, thanks, Jonathan. Can I, can I be Evie Bear or Artsy Fartsy Bear? Welcome. Yeah, register. You should learn and discuss the song Brothers on a Hotel Bed. Such a beautiful song. All my love and support to your family, to your beautiful family. Thank you. I'm going to screenshot that so I remember after. If God willing, I get any time in this world. I've been doing a lot of yard work. Like a ridiculous amount. And I know my brother's picking me up fairly soon to uh, to do tree work. Uh, Barephone ringtone is Portland Trailblazers intro music. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, oh, Trucker Bear. Hell yeah. Glad to have you back on YouTube. I hate him, but so much more convenient while I'm on the road. Can't wait to see you in Florida. Same, buddy. No, I know. That's why I want to keep it. Um, I, I'm going to keep streaming on YouTube, even though part of me has a resentment for what, how they ban me. But at the same time, I know it's convenient for the listeners. So that's all good. I'll, I'll just do both. I'm fixing to beat the snow monkey out of you. Ah, well, snow monkeys are pretty tough. So you might have to really fix it. Like real, get real fixy with that. Thanks for the persistence and inspiration. Keep hammering Big Bear looking. To be Whiskey Bear. I feel like there must be a Whiskey Bear. That's such like a bear name. Welcome Whiskey Bear, unless there is a Whiskey Bear. Check it out at unbearablefamily.com. And check out unbearablenewsnetwork.com. And feel free to submit news articles at unbearablenewsnetwork at gmail.com. I haven't checked in in a little bit with that stuff because I've just been writing my book and uh, just working, working like a fucking... You know, like a maniac. All right. Anything else before I go? Any final thoughts, song requests? Uh, The Freedom Tunes where Ben's IQ keeps dropping, talking to the host. 
I haven't seen that one. I was just talking to one of the Freedom Tunes guests. I'm doing one of their sh- or producers. I'm doing one of their shows, which is cool. Any final? Oh, I was going to play you guys for the, for the bears that weren't in um, Pittsburgh to show you the, the beauty and magic. Here's just the last uh, minute of it. I just uploaded uh, the last section of it to YouTube because I know a lot of you guys couldn't be there. Uh, let me find it. This is uh this is the the vibe at the very end. And for those of you that have seen people request OTPHJ and a Walgreens and not really understood what what it was about, this hopefully will shed some light. This is uh in Pittsburgh. We finally we got a secret location despite all the insane protests and the two hit pieces on me in the newspapers calling me uh, an alt right Nazi uh, with no verifiable evidence whatsoever. And they did a, a thing about me at on the local news at night <clears throat> calling me, you know, horrifying names that with no proof, actually the news did a, a fair job. Just questioning it at all is bullshit because that's how rhetoric works. The question itself has already pushed the Overton window. It's already pushed, uh, it's already pushed the, uh, the, the conversation towards a, a psychotic position, but at least they didn't make it seem like, like they let me talk on it at least. But here's the very end of Pittsburgh. Uh, here we go. Man. Okay, that's not very loud. I got I think I have another version that's louder. One second, ladies and gents. Yeah, this one. I hope I got to everybody. There's, there's, there's no way I did. But just know I'm trying really hard, and uh, and I will eventually. And uh, if I didn't get to your super chats, I apologize. But you know, compared to some of these other yahoos who don't get to any of them, you know, some of my buddies that do that are real big on the live streams, they don't get to any fucking super chats. I find that a little crazy. But don't get me wrong, I know I miss some, and I apologize. But it's real uh, confusing sometimes when you're trying to keep a a, a uh, a thought going because I can't have it all just be me reading stuff. I don't know. You guys get it. All right, let's check this out. <laughs> you were discreet. Bert didn't know what you were up to. Baby, it's time to go because they got a clean up and I don't do it.
Yeah, I let that play a little bit, not for vanity, but because I want people to see how happy the crowd was and the vibe and the cool vibe of uh, the show because it's so easy for people to fall into believing these crazy leftists and, and their psychosis. The show was a blast. There were no protesters. There was no problems. The cops that we hired to protect us stayed and watched the show once they realized that there wasn't a problem. Uh, the Carnegie Library asked us to come back anytime we wanted. Um, and then, you know, they got hammered on Yelp and Facebook and all this stuff. I felt bad for them, but it's the, it's the age we live in. And you have to take a strong stance on free speech because without, free, without the Second Amendment, right to bear arms, you don't get a First Amendment. And without those amendments, you don't get any other amendments. Like all our freedoms come from our ability to speak honestly in public and to defend ourselves uh, against the government. And it's important that everybody sees the threats to those things. And the best way to fight those threats is to speak your mind, have a family, and live an honorable and healthy life. And um, we can be fine. We just have to keep this going. And I, I'm trying to do my part with uh, doing these uh, streams every day and being consistent and trying to uh, speak to people that I know understand the way I talk. And um, yeah, just uh, hit the like button, comment, share it. I'm permanently banned from Twitter. Uh, my, my, my Facebook is shadow banned. So I'm not, I don't have the reach I once did, but it's, it's still growing nevertheless, which is hilarious. Even banned, I kept growing on YouTube because there's such a crazy demand for honest speech and uh, much love to everybody who super chatted me. Um, that was really generous and nice and you didn't have to do that. And you add to the show every day. And if I missed anybody, I apologize, but I love you guys. And um, patreon.com slash WDTL or hugepianist.com slash subscribe or pick up tickets to the three live shows I have and be good to each other. You know, keep checking out UNN, unbearablenewsnetwork.com. That show that I just showed you was the one we recorded for Eric Nimmer. And that will be available soon for purchase. And uh, you guys will love it. He absolutely destroys. And uh, I really want to spread the love and the network that I've developed to more comedians. So if you know any really funny comedians that aren't getting a shot in Hollywood because uh, Netflix and Comedy Central are complete uh, communist training programs at this point, like legitimately, let's be honest, uh, send them my way. You can email unbearablecomedy, I think, at Gmail, that De uh, Delev runs and organizes. And if we didn't write you back, we still keep it organized about, you know, what you can contribute to, to um, productions in the future to keep the cost down and to give you guys credits and any comedians that uh, you think we should know about. And uh, why didn't they laugh on iTunes and Stitcher and Podcast Bean and all this stuff? There's a glitch right now on iTunes, and we apologize for that, but that shall be that will be fixed soon. So uh, stay subscribed on there, because if you unsubscribe, you can't resubscribe. It's a real mess, and I don't understand it at all, but we have some good people on it. And uh, it's great hanging out, and I'll be doing this again tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Subscribe, hit the alert bell so that we can notify you, and, uh, you know, stay bear-like. Get yourself some honey. Spread it all over that salmon. Salmon honey. The bears.